As humans, I believe our strongest skill is the development of language. Our magic, if you will, is the creation of folklore through language. It doesn't matter which corner of the earth you come from. Every ethnicity, culture, and language carry their own stories. Folklore tellings were the original form of entertainment. It was told to the young by the wise to allow stories to continue. Folklore is used to teach, to inspire, to warn, and popular amongst parents, it was used to scare. The best way to get children to pay attention and do as you say is to strike a little fear in them. One such folklore that since its creation has been used to strike fear in the youth stems from the depths of Mexico and Latin America. La Llorona is the popular frightening folklore that is told within Hispanic households that tells a tale of a female malevolent spirit that weeps in the night near bodies of water, luring children to their deaths. Mothers would tell their misbehaving children, Se buenos o la llorona vendrá por ti. Be good, or la llorona will come to get you. This is a tale told to children to scare them straight to the point that the fear follows them well into adulthood. This week, I pull apart Latin America's most shared scary story and folklore, La Llorona. So, let's talk about that. Welcome to Audibly Haunted. I'm your host, Ani Kachadorian. Even before the Spanish entered Mexico, the tale of an evil woman phantom circulated throughout the Aztec people. Though this phantom is not specific to this tale exactly. The story of a malevolent female spirit can be found within the stories of many European, Jewish, and different indigenous people of the Americas. They seem to always circle themselves around the cries of a weeping woman who lures you close to take your life. La Llorona has blossomed into a folklore tale that is told throughout all of Mexico and the Southwest here in America. Though it has grown in popularity today, the oldest tellings of La Llorona can be traced all the way back to 1550 in Mexico. It is said that the most popular telling of La Llorona is tied to an indigenous Aztec woman Doña Marina was a member of the native people located within the Mexican Gulf Coast. When the Spanish arrived to their shores, Marina became a sort of interpreter or advisor to the Spanish. She aided in communications between her people and the Spanish. Now, La Llorona was a villainous woman, as her stories all circle around her murder and destruction of her own blood and children, and Doña Marina's actions led to the Spanish growing close to the land and resources, leading to the overtaking of the people. 
the Spanish removed their friendly masks and invaded the lands, waging war on the people, killing men, women, and children alike and taking what they wanted. Because of Doña Marina's hand in welcoming them, she was deemed as a killer of her own people. This is said to be the tie and inspiration to the ghostly tale, as even the name of the character within La Llorona is Maria. That does seem a little too close for comfort, if you ask me. After Mexico's war for independence from Spain in 1821, all forms of art, including paintings, novels, and plays, portrayed Doña Marina as evil or a scheming temptress. Though there are many different variations of the story, they all seem to share a few qualities. La Llorona features a character that is always poor, but she's an incredibly beautiful woman with long dark hair and a long white dress. She also seems to always be heard weeping by a body of water. So many different tellings of this story are out there, but I was able to find one told by author Joe Hayes that I've heard before and it seems to be the most similar to all the other versions. It goes something like this. A long time ago, in a poor village, there was a good-looking girl named Maria. She was the most beautiful girl in the whole world. And because she was so beautiful, Maria thought she was better than everyone else. As Maria grew older, she became more beautiful and more proud. When she was a young woman, she didn't even look at the young men from her village. They weren't good enough for her. When I marry, Maria said, I will marry the most handsome man in the world. And then one day, a young rancher from a rich family came into her village. He was handsome, and he could play the guitar and sing beautifully. Maria decided that he was the man for her. Before long, she and the ranchero became engaged, and soon they were married. At first, things were fine. They had two children, and they seemed to be a happy family together. But after a few years, the ranchero went back to the wildlife of the prairies. He sometimes left town and was gone for months, and when he came home, it was to only visit his children. He seemed to care nothing for the beautiful Maria. Sometimes, he said he wanted to marry a rich woman from his class. Maria was a proud woman, and she became very angry with the ranchero. She also began to feel anger towards her children because he paid more attention to them and just ignored her. One evening, Maria was walking with her two children by the river. The rancher came by in a carriage with a rich woman. He stopped and spoke to his children, but he didn't even look. Maria. Then he left with the rich woman. When Maria saw that, she became terribly angry and she turned against her children. 
she took her two children and threw them in the river. But as they disappeared down the river, she realized what she had done. She ran down the river and tried to save them, but they were gone. The next morning, the people found her dead by the river. But the first night after they buried Maria, the people heard the sound of crying down by the river. It was not the wind. It was La Llorona crying, Where are my children? And they saw a woman walking by the river. They called her La Llorona, which means the weeping woman. And now parents tell their children not to go out at night because La Llorona might catch them. Now imagine hearing this as a child after staying out a little longer than your mother would like. A ghost story like this would for sure change your mind about wandering off too far. La Llorona houses all the perfect elements of a folklore ghost story. It harbors vanity, deceit, anger, and death. But what exactly is the lesson we are supposed to learn from this folklore? When you look at this story through a literary lens, the allegory between the lines of this ghostly tale begin to shine through. While yes, this may be a scary story to tell children to strike fear within them, this story really is aimed to strike fear mostly in women and little girls. La Llorona is a symbol that embodies the negative stereotypes of women throughout history. The tale reinforces the ideals that women are irrational and emotional, that they are unable to control their emotions, that this is why they can't be in control. Underneath the dramatics of the story, it really once again portrays women in a negative light, and it shows the world, see, they can't control themselves. This is showing young women to refrain from having outbursts or having their emotions run wild, as if if you do, it will lead to damning yourself and your children. Another aspect that shines through is the value of a woman is based on whether she is submissive, beautiful, and rich. Maria's husband becomes tired of her vanity and wishes to leave her for a richer woman from his class, which is eventually what happens. While vanity is not a good thing, you can also say that Maria saw her own value and carried a sense of confidence. Lyarona is teaching young women that you should remain submissive and quiet with your husband. A man will not want you if you're dominant or loud. If you are, 
The story tells that your husband will leave you for a prettier, richer, and quieter woman. Now, with the literary reading out of the way, let's get back to our regularly scheduled spooky programming. Throughout the years, several stories of people hearing, seeing, and coming across La Llorona have surfaced within Mexico and the Southwest U.S. Many of the stories are told by those who are now grown adults that experienced La Llorona as a child. One experience talks about how this individual, who was 11 at the time, woke from their sleep to the sound of a screaming, crying woman. They woke at 4 a.m. to the sound and at first believed that they were dreaming. But as they shake the sleepy from their eyes, they realized the cries were real. They claimed to have heard the cry in the distance screaming, Ay, mis hijos, or oh, my children. They got up and turned on the lights, thinking it would stop. Yet, the crying became louder. It even seemed to get closer. As they ran to their parents' room and shook their mother awake, the cries stopped. Of course, like most parents, they chalk it up to a bad dream and send their kid back to bed. After asking if their mother had heard it, she dismissed them and went back to sleep. It was as if whatever it was knew that now an adult was awake. Another story tells the tale that happened to their mother when she was a child. After a day of playing outside with a friend, the storyteller's mother and the friend went inside for the night. As they sat in their room, listening to the radio, they heard crying. Both were puzzled, and soon the crying started to become louder and more annoying. As they looked out the window in the direction of the cries, it began to get louder, and eventually becoming louder than the radio that was playing. At this, the friend's grandmother bursts into the room with holy water at hand and praying in Spanish. Both her yelling prayers and the cries seemed to battle each other, but in the end, the crying stopped after the grandmother said her prayers. She forced the two young girls to stay in the living room for the rest of the night and forbid them to look out that window. To this day, when their mother retells the story, they end up covered in full-body chills. In Laredo, Texas, near Laredo Mines Road, paranormal investigators began investigating claims of seeing a strange woman in white. She was even photographed walking on the side of the road by an investigator 
along with several others, if you look it up, say, La Llorona, Laredo Mines Road, you'll find people's photos of her. Claims had flooded in stating this woman in white with long, loose, dark hair walked the road and appeared to be sad or distraught. The individuals who have captured the photo stated the experience was so frightening that they were too scared to even stop or open their car doors to see what was going on. Folklore may be created stories by the generations before us, but they all seem to have an element of truth about them. Like La Llorona, its real-life roots are embedded within a real-life person in history, along with the silly and negative stereotypes society has put on women. They are created to teach us, and at times, yeah, they are a parent's tool to strike fear in us. But what if these types of ghost stories are created with a real-life-rooted encounter? While yes, I am a firm believer in the paranormal, I do believe in ghosts and spirits but I do also approach these types of paranormal encounters with a sense of skepticism. But how do you explain the encounters that so many have had? It's like Bigfoot. How do you prove it? But how do you don't? So I leave that question to all of you. What happens when you hear the cries out in the dark? Do you believe they are the vengeful cries of La Llorona? Or something far more sinister? This has been Audibly Haunted, and I'm your host, Ani Kachadorian. You can find Audibly Haunted wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, you name it. Give it a listen, drop a rating, a review, and share with all your friends. And remember, you can always find Audibly Haunted on Instagram at audibly haunted and if you have a ghost story that you would like to share i would love to hear it you can always reach out to me at audiblyhaunted at gmail.com or send me a message on instagram i would love to hear from all of you thank you for joining me and i'll see you all next week